Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the breakfast huddle time now to take a look at some of the top headlines investors will be paying attention to. Uh, we had some data out of the United States overnight. But first things first, uh, the Ukraine crisis uh, in relation to that, uh, U.S. inflation is now at a new four decade high, Ryan. That's right. The Ukraine war now into its seventh week. So it's been going on for quite some time and still no signs of it letting up. And that has been pushing up the prices of many things because of the way the global supply chain network is um, being run. So you now have the latest reading for U.S. consumer prices in March showing the sharpest or hottest rate in nearly for decades. And that's something I think investors will be trying to digest as the day unfolds, what that means for markets, what that means for interest rates, and of course, what that means for the cost of living. So a lot to really figure out as we navigate the coming months. But there is a slight reprieve, isn't there? So there is going to be some reprieve. But before we get to that point, um, Mm -hmm. let's take a look at what drove up the prices in the past few months. And one of the big factors has been energy, which, of course, has been um, exacerbated by what's happening in Russia. It's a big source of energy for part of Europe. And now they have to turn to elsewhere for the supplies. And that is just pushing up prices. And you have gasoline prices in the US hitting a record in March. So we have per gallon is over $4.30 in the US. So that's a record high. So that is um, half of the... Um, making up half of the higher costs for March with gasoline prices that month rising 18.3%. And if you look at a CPI report, we also saw other things contributing to the rise, food and other essentials. Um, that is all just feeding into higher costs of living in the US. And if you look at the Labor Department's Consumer Price Index, the headline number was 8.5%. And if you look at the core CPI, if you strip away the food and the energy components, which are more volatile, that was up 6.5%. So the reprieve here comes from the biggest drop in used vehicle sales or prices. So that is down for a second straight month. So they were down 3.8% in March. So some reprieve there. And looking ahead, people are starting to ask, no, is this a sign of maybe things starting to plateau or at least hit a peak for now. So that is uh, the question that people will be trying to figure out if this is the worst of inflation they'll see in well, at least not so bad numbers in the coming weeks. And one of the reasons is what's happening in China. We are seeing some signs of easing in some several uh, major cities. For example, Shanghai has been easing up on the lockdown. So that is giving some um, light at the tunnel when it comes to demand for um, some of the goods that the US uh, may be trying to import from China. So that is going to be good news for business activities and economies overall. Um, Looking ahead, we are going to turn our attention down under because New Zealand, um, for the longest time throughout the pandemic, has been 
in, in a sense isolated. Uh, they've been praised for how they've handled the situation and forgotten because the rest of the world has opened up a lot sooner. Now, that's going to take a toll on the kind of monetary policy that's going on there. Uh, paint the picture for us, Ryan. What are we looking at right now where New Zealand's money is concerned? Okay, so if you look at where New Zealand is today, it's been to some extent resilient because of how the economy has bounced back stronger than mm. other countries okay. in some cases. Um, but what's worth noting is consumer confidence, going by some of the indicators, the most recent ones, they are now at their weakest since 2004. So that makes it nearly 17 years. And go. business sentiment is also the lowest since COVID-19 hit in the early part of 2020. And uh, this is going to be part of the balance or the equation when the New Zealand Central Bank is going to be in action today. And the question here is whether they will hike their rates to stem the fast um, inflation rates uh, that we've been seeing across the world. So looking at what some of the forecasts are putting out there, Bank of America, for example, is looking at a 50 basis point hike to 1.5%. So this will make it a fourth straight hike in their fourth straight meeting that will be coming through from the New Zealand Central Bank. Mm, Certainly that will be closely watched. Something else that will be closely watched, trade data coming out of China. Okay, so this is one one to watch for Asian trading markets. Um, So this is around the March trade data where we are expecting a bit of a slowdown or moderation exports to grow 12.8% and they'll be slower than the 20.9% growth in the first two months of this year. Imports also slightly lower, 8% from 19.5%. So trade surplus likely to be um, at $21.2 billion from $94.38 billion in the first two months of this year. So something to give leads for Asian investors today. All right. Uh, it is that time where we start to take a look at earnings and, uh, well, Today, or this week rather, we're looking at the first quarter earnings uh, season already. Mm, So it's time for the numbers to start rolling and we are watching out for the banks to kick things off. And tonight, look out for the likes of JP Morgan. Also, one airline will be in focus, Delta Airlines. Mm. So you've got a bit of a travel trend or booking trend to watch out for coming through from the commentary from Delta. On the banking side, look out for how much optimism they are pricing in into the future where you have the Ukraine war. Already in the first quarter, we saw some signs of things dipping with business activity just moderating. So there's an impact on loans, on things that the um, US banks um, typically benefit from, like deal-making, M&A. So that could be coming to a bit of a slowdown in the coming months. So look out for that commentary. Also, how much of um, the higher rates we are expecting will be benefiting the various central uh, US banks. So JP Morgan today and the other big banks tomorrow, Citigroup, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley and Wells Fargo. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.